Hello. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, the podcast. Always irreverent, never informed. Very good. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say, always irreverent, never relevant. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter. Happy Easter. And April Fool's Day. It's like the fates have aligned and every parent in the country must be so happy. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's how how apt that we're doing our podcast on April Fool's Day. Yes. (laughs) How appropriate. I was considering posting the link for the podcast and just rickrolling everyone when they click on it. Yeah, to go to it. It's probably more entertaining to be there than the actual podcast, probably. I've never had an opportunity to rickroll two hundred people in one go, so I feel it's an opportunity. But then they'll never come back. No, and we're holding on to them very. If they listen to this, yeah. though, will they come back? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, Kirin Megumi. Oh, it's mm. very nice. It's just a lager. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking. Uh, Something called a Club Red, which is the only red me and you have ever liked, isn't it? It's from yeah. a winery called Heritage Wines that we bought on our wine tour. You're going to hear a lot of cars. You're going to hear a lot of cars and birds because it is the middle of the day and it's nice. Yeah, we're on location. In, uh, <laughs> in our house. In our house. <laughs> in Australia, that's not better. Yeah, in yeah. Location in Brisbane. Yeah, that's right. But this is the only red we've ever liked. We can't buy it in the shops, and I've drunk the whole bottle, and you've had none. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> Do you want a sip? No, it's okay. It's, it is very good. It's very sweet, actually, for a red wine, isn't it? Yeah, syrup. We couldn't drink anything unless it was syrupy and sweet. Yeah. God, yeah, that is sweet. But it was only a little bit left, so I got a, a spare bottle of white on the go. Really. Oh, right. Good. You <laughs> always need go. a, <laughs> You always need a spare bottle of white wine, I feel. So, backtrack corner. Oh, God. Go on. Uh, we don't actually have any. Nobody complained no to us. No, no one's no listening, one's listening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, mini question. Oh, yes. Go on. These are always fun. Because I know how much you love remakes. Oh, yeah. They're my favourite. <laughs> yeah. Just like take all my you... best movies or take my childhood and then just remake it, preferably with Will Smith. And shit it. Yes. That's what I want. With more moving cameras. Yeah, yeah, you want moving cameras, you want everything to be CG as Michael well. Bay's got to be in it. Michael Bay, explosions. It, but behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need, you see. That's what that's what all those 80s movies, those great, amazing 80s movies were missing. They were, you know, they we thought they were great because their stories were fantastic and the characters were interesting and the acting was superb. We thought all that, but we were actually wrong. <laughs> what we actually needed was an imbecile with a cat with a camera who only knows how to do three types of shots with enormous explosions and computer generated graphics that's actually what we wanted we recently accidentally watched some of the new transformers film that was on telly and by accident i mean real accident because we're not going to watch that and they the camera if you get a chance just watch a michael bay film and count how many shots have moving cameras it starts to make you dizzy when you notice it yeah when you actually take note of it it's it's unbelievable (laughs) isn't it the camera is constantly moving when they're just doing anything, like they're sat there just having a conversation, the camera's spinning around them <laughs> at a Dutch angle. It's like, what is going on? Well, so because I know you like them so much, yeah. I'm going to ask you, what sci-fi would you remake if you were going to remake something? Oh, that's a good question, actually, because I always feel like you think, well, what you should remake is a story that was done 
was a very good idea and just executed very very poorly yeah but could have been brilliant so like if I was going to remake a movie I probably would well I, I feel like I feel like He-Man definitely had potential to be a good movie oh well that is actually funny because the reason I have thought of this question is because Netflix are remaking rebooting She-Ra really and is I'm that where it comes from so uh, I'm so excited yeah. So excited. There's a new animated She-Ra coming and I just, I'm going to watch every episode. I'm not their demographic, but I don't care. I'm going to watch every goddamn minute of it. <laughs> I think you definitely are their demographic because <laughs> you're a, a, a female who grew up watching She-Ra. That's but it's, it's like the at. new Muppet Babies. I read a whole article. They remade the Muppet Babies and the article was about like, it's not for you adults. Leave yeah. it alone. Yeah, yeah. Just, the kids want to watch it. They don't care who Skeeter is. I do, but they don't. That's, yeah. that was it was a funny article. Yeah. Okay, so what are you remaking? Um, I might make remake Masters of the Universe. I think yeah. that was I think that's good. Would potential. you set it on Earth? Uh no. Would you put Courtney Cox in it? Uh no. She's making a good evil Lynn now. Have you seen her face? Yeah, that's true. She's she's pretty scary looking now already. <laughs> oh, um, Courtney. Poor old Courtney. <laughs> but the saddest thing about Masters of the Universe is I think Skeletor in it is brilliant. I think... Um, oh, I don't know. He doesn't look like Skeletor. Have you seen the new insurance adverts in the UK? I don't know what insurance company is. That's yeah, what Skeletor should look like. Yeah, but that's 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 a very cartoon sort of version. But like, It's a cartoon comic. Yeah, true. Um, but the Skeletor in the original Masters of the Universe, his little monologue he does at the end when he when he gains infinite cosmic power is phenomenal. Like, and people... Teeny living space. Yeah. Teeny bit living space. But it's... Um, that's a great scene and people always make fun of it but I think it's fantastic like he's that's some of the best acting you'll see in a terrible 80s budget movie but it's like it was brilliant so I, you, I think you could remake Masters of the Universe I think you could remake um, there's a couple of movies I think you could probably which were good ideas which just weren't executed as well as they could have um, I'd love, I'd love Dune, to uh, good example oh, Dune the, how could, many people have tried to make Dune it's such yeah. a good book and I don't understand why it's so hard for them to make a good film out of it. Yeah. Give it to a normal director. It's a normal one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, don't give it to a crazy director yeah. <laughs> who who has some bizarro vision. They yeah. should also one of the I know it's not really a remake because they've never made it, but it's a book, a sci fi book no one's ever made, is Rendezvous with Rama. It's like the greatest sci fi of all time. And they've never made that. Yeah, yeah. I did hear once and I don't know if this is true, but I heard once that the, you know when they have the optioning for a book? Yes. I heard that um, Morgan Freeman owned the optioning for Rendezvous with Drama. Really? Yeah. So I heard that wow. years ago though, so I'm hoping that happens. Oh yeah. That, I mean, you'd think in this, you know, in the current sort of climate, people like sci-fi, don't they? Like sci-fi is quite a popular genre at the moment. So you'd think they would definitely be... Yeah, everyone's jumping on our bandwagon. They are, aren't they? Yeah. I love sci-fi. Oh, really? And then you name anything famous from sci-fi and they all have no idea. they got no idea. It's my little bugbear. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I would remake? What? I wouldn't even remake it. I would just re-edit it. Passengers. Remember the, yes. the Chris... Oh, what's his name? The Chris Pratt one. Chris Pratt, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. For some reason, they made him the star of that film. If you had just edited it from her perspective, you don't even need to change anything from the film. You just make her the first one to wake up into a ship that he's already awake in without knowing he woke her up. It'd be much better. Yeah, that would be interesting already because you'd have that 
it would be a twist when she finds out that he actually woke her up. Whereas that's quite we, cool. No one's ever done that before. No one's ever taken a film and the sequel is just the same film re-edited to see a different person's perspective. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. It could be interesting. A re-edit. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a remake. <laughs> yeah, just a re-edit. Re-edit edit it properly. I think He-Man's a good call though. Yeah, I don't know if that really fits into sci-fi because it's not really science fiction. It's just yeah. fantasy. It's but very, very, very soft sci-fi. It's in space. Sort of, yeah. Well, it's in Eternia. Where's Eternia? In it, in space. Mm. <laughs> I suppose everything's in space, isn't it? I suppose <laughs> so. That it all it all counts. Um, but I've always wanted to see a good a good He-Man movie. Um, but yeah, you know, the remake GI Joe. That's a good movie ready that's to be made. Well, if you're saying He-Man's not sci-fi, then GI Joe is just an action. But man. if you're saying. <laughs> He-Man is sci-fi, then G.I. Joe is sci-fi, surely. G.I. Joe is just an action man. Yeah, but there's like, you know, it's it's there's technology in it that we don't have. It's like saying Die Hard is a sci-fi. Don't try but, and figure out how Die Hard is a sci-fi. But it's, it's not. not. Uh, Die Hard's set in like 1985 or whatever it is. So like, is G.I. Joe, set in like the 70s no, in the Vietnam War. No, it isn't. No, no, not the original G.I. Joe, the toy. Not the cartoon series G.I. Joe. And not the movie G.I. Joe, which is what we're talking about. The remake of the movie G.I. Joe, which was fucking garbage. <laughs> remake that. Good. Well, luckily I've never seen it, so they should remake it. Yeah. Oh, wait, they did remake G.I. Joe. Recently, didn't they? Or was that the first one? What? About they like made 15, a GI Joe, a like GI Joe movie ago? about well, not even as long as that, probably no. like ten years ago, and it was terrible. Well, Samuel Jackson was in it, wasn't he? I mean, is there a movie he's not in? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have a creature feature? Um, yes. <laughs> Um, I love your on the spot. Let's see how many animal facts Lee knows. Like how many weeks <laughs> can you make up this? Well, this is this is appropriate in many ways. Um, well, I'd say it's Easter, isn't oh, it? Yes. So uh, in Australia, they don't have Easter bunnies. They have Easter bilbies. They do have Easter bilbies. Do you what know is... what an Easter bilby is? I do now because we saw it this morning and had a conversation about it. Yes, we did. <laughs> But the other people listening didn't have that conversation. <laughs> That's true, and they wouldn't know that. A bilby is like a weird rabbit-looking animal from Australia. Yeah, yeah. It's, isn't it called a rabbit? You what's it called? Rabbit the rabbit coyote or something? No, no, no. The rabbit-eared. Oh, what was it called? A rabbit, rabbit-eared jackalope. Rabbit-eared something, otherwise known as the bilby. It's yeah. It's like a little tiny mouse slash rabbit thing, and uh, in is Australia. Is it a marsupial? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> You're just saying yes because it's an Australian animal. Yeah, all Australian <laughs> animals have a little pouch. So a, a bilby's one of them. Uh, yeah, so in Australia they were pushing that because they hate rabbits here. Rabbits are vermin in yes. Australia. That actually is quite a cool fact. In Queensland, where we live, it is illegal to own a rabbit. And there's yeah. big signs, isn't it, as you cross the state border that say... Yeah, they don't care if you smuggle heroin or sex <laughs> slaves, but God forbid you... Smuggle a rabbit across. It's a really high fine as well, isn't it? Like $10,000? I think it's more than that. 50, I think it's 50000 or $60,000 fine. And there's secret vets, someone told me, that like you have to go and knock on the door at night and they'll help you with your rabbit if you own a secret rabbit. Yeah, it's like back alley abortions or something. Oh, you've got to go but and... Health-wise, yeah, looking after your rabbit. You've got to take, it, take your, your rabbit to this secret mafia 
um, medical professional to try and help you. Do you think if they ever get raided by the police, they they run in and shout, what's up, doc? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Very good. Very good. (laughs) That's good. That's an Easter fact. Yeah, because here they have Cadbury's uh, Bilbies instead of Cadbury's Rabbits. Yeah. They do have both, but they have both. They try to push one. But that's it. It's, that's, that's Easter. That's Australian. It's a creature feature. Oh, and I also, this is, this isn't a creature feature. This is just something everyone should know. A lot of Australians listen to our podcast. Um, really? And a lot of British people. So this is relevant for them both. Mm-hmm. Cadbury's yeah. is a British company. <laughs> yeah, it was something I was surprised at when I first got here and people were like, oh, do you like Cadbury's? I said, yes. They went, oh, you know, oh, do you have Cadbury's in the UK? I'd be like, what do you mean? And I was, I was kind of confused by the question at first. I was like, well, Bourneville is in the UK. It's a street. It's Birmingham. You can it's, go to the Cadbury's factory. Yeah. Well, it's a town. It's a small, it's like a village. It was built specifically for the factory workers of Cadbury's. But um, yeah, Australians seem to be under the impression that Cadbury's is Australian. Well, they do have, um, they do have their own version because ours is such a high milk content. If you bring it over here, it melts pretty fast. So it they make things way. here. Yeah. But Cadbury's is British. Yeah. And you all need to know that. <laughs> Although it's now been bought by American, it's owned by American companies. So. Oh, well. <laughs> so we sold our soul to the devil, to be fair. But they added lots of good flavours, so yeah, all they, hail the American chocolate team. Yeah, our, our, our American overlords <laughs> are certainly doing a better job. Like four minutes in, I'm already good. hailing someone. Yeah, I know, that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time until you start asking me if people in Australia worship Cadbury's. You do. <laughs> I mean, I do, definitely. <laughs> Cadbury's, if there is a god, Cadbury's is it. Would that be on my dysto- Drinks of Dystopia bingo card? Tanya hails someone. Yeah, Tanya, Tanya hails someone. Ask, Tanya, if, they ask if they pray to it. <laughs> yeah. Right. This week's New World Rule yeah. is a bit different. I know I say that every time. This time it's really different. <laughs> it's not going to be different. It's going to be exactly the same as all the others. It's not. And it's we're going to be like, we don't know. The world's all the same. Okay, so in this world. Yes. It is the world as we know it. But next week, you go to a medical testing facility. Just you. Yeah. And you try out a new medicine for something or other. That right. bit's not important. And okay. uh, you try it. I feel it. like it's going to be important. <laughs> you but. try it. And they watch you the overnight and nothing happens. You have no symptoms. They're like, oh, good. Okay. It's all good. Thanks. Bye. And you leave. A week later, you discover that if you think about it, you can become invisible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So we've, we've hit rock bottom is what you're saying. No, here. In this We're all out of ideas. No, no, no. Because what I wanted to do this week is that we haven't done one where it's just you that's affected in the world. Like right. normally we talk about the whole world, but this one is a bit better because it's just you that's getting affected. Just me, yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a very isolated look at something. So if I think about it, I can go invisible. Yeah, and I wanted to do Bernard's watch. I wanted you to be able to stop time, but we've already talked about time last week. So I wanted to change it up a little bit. Yeah. Invisibility. And I also think like, you know, for some reason, when people write about invisibility, it brings out the worst in human nature. So... Yeah, I knew well, it would bring out the whistle. Well, you. my first um, first thing was I I would sexually assault Elizabeth Shue, <laughs> um, like Kevin Bacon showed me how to do in Hollow Man. <laughs> so that was the what? first. <laughs> it wasn't a guidebook. It wasn't oh, like going. Oh really? <laughs> 
I thought Kevin was showing us how it was done. Poor Elizabeth. She's dreading the day invisibility. Yeah, she because everyone's going to be like, this is our chance. Which one's Elizabeth's shoe? Oh, Elizabeth, I, th I think, it, for some reason, I think it's Elizabeth's shoe in Hollow Man, but I, it, it might not be. Well, she. Oh, she's gorgeous. She was in, um, she's in the film with Nicolas Cage. Is it Leaving oh, Las Vegas? that really helps narrow it down. <laughs> no, Do you he... know how many films Nicolas Cage is in yeah. with some young hot actress? Well, I, you know, if you give me a chance, I'll I'll further elaborate. And no. I said, it's the one with <laughs> Nicolas Cage in Las Vegas where he's trying to kill himself, which I think is called Leaving Las Vegas, isn't it? Again, that sounds like a lot of Nicolas Cage films. It's it's literally not. Well, there is baby. one. That's in Vegas. No, no, not raising baby. Arizona. That's oh, not in, in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, it's not in Arizona. The baby's called Arizona. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's done a lot of films in Vegas. <laughs> Name three. Uh, the one with Sarah Jessica Parker when he dresses Elvis. What's that one? No idea. He sky jumps. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. No. No, no. Isn't he obsessed with Elvis? Didn't he like date Elvis's daughter and stuff? He's obsessed with Elvis. He does a lot of films about Vegas and Elvis. No, he doesn't. Uh, name three. Uh, oh, I've named two. No, you haven't named any. Yeah, I have Raising Arizona. Not, not in Las Vegas. Isn't it in Nevada? No. Mm, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> The one with Sarah Jessica Parker. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what this is my life. You're getting a little in insight here into my life. This is this is what I have to put up with. What's the weird one when he says the alphabet? Is that in Vegas? What? A, B. That one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, that's not in Las Vegas either. Yeah, there's three. We'll backtrack it next week, and I'll be right. Oh God. <laughs> that's Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Right, okay, so yeah. you're invisible. What do, you, what, do you go straight back to the place and tell them? Uh, no, definitely not. No? No. I don't want anyone to know I can go invisible. They're, they're going to start dissecting me and take me to some, doing scientific experiments on me and stuff. And so, no, I don't tell anybody. Okay, so what do you think would be like the genuine first thing you'd do? I'd do you think you'd freak ring out? Elizabeth's shoes agent. <laughs> do you think you'd freak out? Um... I think yes. I think it'd be very disconcerting. Would you tell me? No. no You'd mess with me for ages, wouldn't you? Forever. Yeah. <laughs> I would never tell you that I had this special power. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be the worst. <laughs> yeah, I would just spend most of my days figuring out how to ruin yours. <laughs> That's all I would do. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, so would you initial idea would you use it for good or evil oh evil definitely i wouldn't use it for good because what can you realistically how can you use it for good you it's can go up to assholes and give them a bit of their own medicine is that for good though yeah okay well i would i would use it to steal definitely what are you uh, stealing money huge huge quantities of money why is going invisible yeah delete all morals um, because Does that mean morals again, are as, distinguished if you have eyes? Is that what morals are? As Kevin Bacon said. Okay, so something happened. We lost all of the rest of that recording. Yeah, we just had a very <laughs> thoughtful, entertaining, comedically 
Well, don't lie to them. Okay. They know they know that didn't happen. Yeah, we, we spoke for about 45 minutes of nonsense about what it's like to be invisible, <laughs> which just really seemed to focus in on me committing crimes. <laughs> which is the way... Really low-level, quite petty crimes. For some reason, we, we went on a rant about cinema talkers, people sit close to you in restaurants. Oh, and we also told a story about how much we hate people that try to swim in a pool at the same time as us. Yeah, in fact, that was probably the majority of the <laughs> 45 minutes. So you didn't really miss that much about being invisible. It was more about our... Um, Hang-ups about the world. About the world, yeah. And how we want to hide. Just grumpy old man complaints. I love that, like, for us, though, invisibility is about being hidden from the world, which yeah. is obvious, but most people use invisibility to get one up on the world. Whereas to we influence would want, the world. Yeah, whereas we would want to hide more when we got invisible. Yeah. So, what do we do now? This has never happened. We always knew it would happen. Do we carry on and try and recreate the gold that we just recorded? There was no uh, gold. Yeah, I was going to say, no, we, we, no can, we, can we recreate that tin that we got? <laughs> or do we come up with a really quick, random new world rule and try and discuss it? Um, oh, I don't know. Do we just go over this invisibility thing for a bit and then... Okay, well, we can, we can kind of recap, because I've got notes here. Okay, so, what did we say you would do? Well, um... I said I'd take you to the doctor. You said yeah. you wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to go to the doctor, no, because they would dissect me. But they wouldn't be able to see you, so you could just run around. That's true. But then, they, as, as you established, we don't have parkour powers as well. So all they do is throw a blanket on me and rugby tackle me to the ground. I just point out to the lead that you don't get any superpowers apart from being invisible. So for me, if I was invisible, yeah, I'd be shit. Like they would, they would like throw some flour and they'd find me instantly. Straight away, yeah. So, it's, so if anyone knew about you, you'd be in trouble because they'd catch you. Because yeah. it, it'd be very hard to stay invisible and... Unless you just went invisible and just sprinted off into a forest. But even then, if they had like, if they had heat, you know, heat goggles or whatever, heat Yeah, and I'm not getting cameras. far. I can't sprint now. Yeah, I'd be knackered. Like, just talking about sprinting into a forest has got me breathing deeply. What I might do is they'll assume I'm going to run. So I'd do a running pose, then I'd go invisible. And then I'd go and like fade off the noise as if yeah. I ran away. And then yeah. let them all run. And then I would stay. You just stay where you are. Yeah, and then just like, walk back into my house. And then the dogs that are there and then can smell you would just jump on you on your invisible. And love me? Sort of. Oh, we did establish many times that all I would use my visibility for was to check that people were looking after animals, okay? Yeah, Tanya was a bit confused as to what being invisible means because she was like, I would use it to look after animals. Don't need to be invisible to look after animals. Yeah, but I could sneak into like factories and make sure they were like looking after the animals they were milking and I could make sure the pounds were looking after animals but and, you like, could do that now they have undercover people just go and work at these places and do that yeah that's true I, I still need to make money because I'm not stealing money so I need to go to work oh you're not going to steal anything little no. miss goody goody two shoes is better than me is that what you're trying to say yes right okay. <laughs> I'm not stealing money what am I going to do unless I find an absolute a-hole like someone I'm like wow you are the worst human there are world. millions of them yeah well I'll steal a little bit from them but maybe I wouldn't even steal it maybe I would I would better them in a game of chance that <laughs> wasn't a game of chance it was just me triggering them because I'm invisible <laughs> <laughs> like we said I would get you to stand behind them and I'd be like I can guess what card you've got yeah you could do you know where the best place to find these a-holes would be in a cinema 
if they're talking. <laughs> you really want to talk about this again, don't you? <laughs> we were just talking about how... I don't even know how we got... Oh, we were talking about the worst people in the world. We were saying how, yeah, people are talking cinemas, people that sit next, next to you in restaurants. And that's just the way it is. Okay, tell the, pe- the, tell the pool story. Oh, the pool story. Okay, so we... This is another grumpy old man complaining. But you need to at least link it to the invisibility because... Okay, well, this is one of the reasons why I'd want to be invisible, okay? Because this is what I would do. We went to the Sunshine Coast this weekend. We stayed at a hotel. It has a swimming pool. So, during the day, it's full of, you know, scum. So, <laughs> we... Children! Children, children, children. people okay, so having you know, a lovely holiday. All right, if you're going to get bogged down in, <laughs> in semantics, okay? It's the same, same general concept. It's full of... Of little jerks, Lovely tiny people. little jerks who don't have to obey any social norms because Lovely they're people on because they're holiday. young. Because <laughs> they were born recently, apparently the laws and rules don't apply to them. Okay, so that's just ageist. You're just sad that you. They, were born they're recently. ageist. <laughs> they're the ageists who don't have to. Anyway, they're in the pool, so I was like, well, let's wait until you know the the filth has been creamed out of the pool, and we can go in there later. So Stop it. <laughs> you're gonna have to the hell out of it. Okay. So we're during the day. It's it's very full. It's, whereas in the evening, it's empty. So I said, let's go for a swim. Eight o'clock at night, we go down there. Pool's completely empty. It's a nice big pool. It's got about thirty sunbeds around the pool. It's completely empty. Put our stuff on the sunbeds. Jump in the pool. Have a lovely swim. Everyone's happy. Great evening. Very nice. It was great. It was good to have. Really, really good. Because yeah. it lacked people. Because it lacked people. Because yeah. there was no other people there. So then. Two other people to come into this. They must obviously, they've seen us swimming, gone, that's a great idea. I they, actually think I know which couple it was. You know when really? we were laughing? Oh, the, is it the ones up on the balcony yes, looking at us? Yes, I think it was them. Oh, right. They were on the balcony watching us, and they must have been like, they are having fun. fun. How dare they? Yeah. I need to copy them. Let's go take some of that fun. They're yeah. hoarding all the fun. <laughs> Let's steal some of their fun. So they come down, so they don't have an original idea in their head, obviously. <laughs> They, you know, they can do oh something God, else. We, we thought of something original, going for a swim <laughs> in, in a, a pool, pool complex of a, a thousand complex. people. Yeah. How dare they try and use? They've it. also come up with. They haven't come up with that idea. They've stolen our one, so they're coming over to have a swim. So we're like, let's leave the pool. So because I'm like, I don't want to be around these people anymore because they're scum. So like, let's leave. And as we're leaving, like we're leaving as they're coming in, they came and sat down and put their stuff. On the two sunbeds, right next to our two sunbeds that we put our stuff on. So it's an empty pool complex with 30, 40 sunbeds. And they decide of all of those sunbeds where to put their stuff, the two next to ours. I, like, what I've is said wrong it before, with these people? I'll say, they were swings. That's the only explanation. Well, at least, well, well, proposition me then, is all I'm saying. <laughs> put your keys in a bowl. <laughs> yeah, like, don't just come and sit next to me awkwardly. That's real. Again... Answers on postcard. What does this mean? What's what is wrong with these people? You're gonna have to bring it back around to invisibility. So that's why I'd be invisible. So I'd go in the pool, and weirdos wouldn't come and try and sit next to me when I just got out of a pool. Would you be pool. equally as annoyed if they did though? Like irrationally, you'd be like, they can't see me. I know they didn't mean to. Oh, I'd still be yes annoyed. Because you yeah. might be sitting next to an invisible person all the time, and they might be like this jerk. Oh, I don't like that. Because now you're lumping me in with all these <laughs> terrible, terrible people. But like, it, I would, I would be irrationally. But that's the key word. It would be irrational to be angry with them. But I would still be. Okay. So there we are. That's why we want to be invisible. You. That is so out of left field for anyone listening. Right now. You were just about to say something Kevin Bacon said, and then you randomly 
start talking about pool Nazis or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should I share Kevin Bacon's wise words? You did leave them on a bit, a bit of a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger, isn't it? What did Kevin Bacon say? What did he say? Answer on a postcard again. I think he said. Please stop sending us postcards. That's weird. <laughs> Send emails. What? What's with the postcard stuff? I think he famously said, "Footloose, footloose, everybody get footloose." Foot, foo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did say something on those I lines. I don't think he did because he didn't sing that song. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Was he like, "Hey, you're six degrees away from me"? Just at all times. <laughs> yeah. So like step, step six steps back, bitch. <laughs> you know the rule. <laughs> Oh dear. But what he actually... Should I say what he actually said? Yes. Yeah, what we? did Kevin Bacon say about being invisible? Well, he said... I'm sure... He said something along the lines of... I'm paraphrasing. You'd be surprised what you can do when you don't have to look yourself in the mirror. Very wise words. It's not wise though. No. Just really. don't look in the mirror. You do whatever the hell you want normally. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Take that, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so much for your wise I, words. I honestly can say that if I was blind... Yeah. I still wouldn't murder people. Ugh. Or commit rape. Goody, like, goody two shoes. I, d- I don't think that looking at yourself in a mirror, being invisible for some reason is has these connotations of you can do what you want and it has evil connotations. I don't understand why. Because you Show don't really your, exist, do you, you, in be, a way? Yes, you do exist. But not in certain ways, you don't. So you're saying as soon as you become invisible, you have an existential crisis. I have a what? Existential. Okay. What did you think I said? Existential for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having an existential, existential crisis now. Um, yeah, I think you would because there's. It's kind of like you don't you don't visually exist anymore. You exist in sound and in touch and in smell, but you don't exist in the visual spectrum That's anymore. Nonsense! It's just nonsense. <laughs> How is that nonsense? You can still respect the memory of someone that's died that can't smell, hear, touch, or see anything. Like, you can still respect people and you can learn lessons from the dead. Like, you read history books and people want to emulate people they've never met before. I don't really know most celebrities exist. Like, I've just been told. Like, Jim Henson to me, I've never met him, but I want to take the things he taught people and I want to put them into my career. Mm. being invisible if I was invisible I'm not going to be like better do some rapes like no that's <laughs> not going to be number one on my list but that's not what we're talking about here you see you've gone it off on a bit of a tangent like it. it feels like what we're saying here no, is what if you're, you're invisible is... you can commit as many crimes as you want because you're not a person anymore no no what we're saying is if you don't exist in the visual spectrum anymore if you can't be seen a part of you doesn't exist in the same way that it did before. Your physical form doesn't exist anyway. You can get away form. with shit, is what you're saying. Yeah, but it's it would. I can understand how that would create, you know, a psychological episode or where you would question your existence and and the nature of things. But I wait, can understand are you that. saying that if you do anything while you're invisible, you can't actually be blamed for your own actions because you're going through a, a, a psychological meltdown? So I'm saying I would definitely use that in court. Yeah, <laughs> that would definitely be one of my defences. This is nonsense. This is. <laughs> How is so this nonsense? <laughs> because you're not... It's like if... Say, imagine somebody took your identity away from you, yeah? So, like, you try to go to the bank and stuff, but your your identity doesn't exist anymore. As far as everyone is concerned, you've got no birth certificate, you've got no identity, right? Yeah. That could drive you insane in our society that no one recognises you. 
then nothing about you has actually changed. These are all social constructs. You still exist, but, but you would still have that psychological torment of the, your, the, the society not recognizing your identity and stuff. Imagine if you couldn't actually be seen, if yes, you were invisible. That's fine. And I can slightly, maybe, I would talk to you about that. Yeah. If yeah. you couldn't turn it on and off. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> yeah. if you turn it on and off, yeah. you don't have to give me crazy if you can't look at yourself in the mirror or whatever hell Bacon says. <laughs> like, just look at yourself in the mirror. Like, <laughs> you can turn it back on again. It's all fine. I can't believe you just took Kevin Bacon's words in vain like that. I can't believe you just <laughs> cast it off as if it means nothing. As if the words of bacon mean nothing to you. Bacon means a lot to me. I know, you love bacon. Not Kevin. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you know. He's the best type of bacon. His angry dancing is impressive. Yeah. I think that... Is um, he a good looking guy, Kevin Bacon? Do you think? Because in some ways... like In the Hollow Man, yes. Well, because he, <laughs> well, he's invisible. <laughs> but it's like he's... Kevin Bacon... Let's, 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 let's pivot this conversation. Why are we pivoting? To about the looks of Kevin Bacon. Because... In some ways, he's held up as like the ideal man. He's handsome. He's gorgeous. He's got that sort of this is what those, happens those sharp, when you talk angular about something features. for an hour and then yeah. it all gets lost. You start talking about <laughs> the perks of looking like Kevin Bacon. But I just want to know because I, you know, I'm going to say it, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if I really want to say this out loud, but I'm going to. Um, no, I've wait, never, oh wait, not just out loud. To to an audience. Yeah. I I never thought Kevin Bacon was a good-looking guy. I never thought he was. I don't look at Kevin Bacon and think, wow, he's a good-looking guy. But he's often held up as, as like... I think he's got better as he's got older. But what... what? Who are these people that are like, oh, Kevin Bacon? Well, because like, he was always a leading man, like, back in the are day. Are just talking about people talking about bacon? Do you think every time someone's like, I love me some bacon, they're like, I'm Kevin. assuming they mean Kevin, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what would you give Kevin Bacon on a scale of, of, of one to, to bacon? <laughs> What would you give him? Baking me crazy. <laughs> would, you, would you say he's a good-looking guy? Uh, this is the real thing that our sci-fi fans want to know. This is, is Kevin Bacon a good-looking guy? This is ridiculous. Well, the quicker you answer it, the quicker we can move on to more pertinent issues. This is just more cutting I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. He's not a good-looking guy. He's all bone. He's all bone. Isn't that good, though? To, he can take you to the bone zone. <laughs> I don't want to go to his face bone. No. 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 He's all jaw and cheek. His two his features are too sharp, or what you're saying? Yeah, he's in the Franco camp. Right, right. Interesting. Hmm. hmm. There's not okay. much of him to go invisible. Right, that's true. I think sometimes if he turned sideways, he'd go invisible. He's already he's the hollowed skinny. out man. <laughs> this is mean. So I know. I don't know. I don't know why you just if went he, to town on Kevin Bacon dies like in that. The next four days. I know. Ooh, you've got a power. Oh God, yeah. But I hope that doesn't happen. No, definitely not. I'm a huge Kevin Bacon fan. Yeah, we can angry dance into eternity. Yeah. Six degrees away from me. <laughs> um, right, we need to get back on track because right. you keep diverting us right, with your okay. obsession with Kevin Bacon. Would the legal system change... Wait, 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 wait. What do you think would happen if the government found out you existed as an invisible man? They would dissect me. They would, ca they would capture me relatively easily because I'm not fast anymore. Um, anymore. Anymore. When I was a kid, I was fast. They wouldn't have caught me. I was I was faster than Kevin Bacon when I was young. Um, but like, but now, but now, not so much. Um, so they would capture me. They would dissect me. Why would they dissect you? Because they want to know my secrets, my invisibility secrets. 
Yeah, they would take my blood they while they were dissecting they me. They know what medicine they gave you because it was a medical testing. They gave it to you. They they know what it is. They always dissect though, just to be, make sure. You know, we've all seen that. Aliens always probe butts. Yep. And Scientists d- always dissect. They always dissect. Yeah, they want to know. With you awake for some reason. Yeah, and I've never quite understood like why if somebody has a power or they have something, it's like let's dissect them. They're like, but they're gonna die then, and then you don't have that power anymore. That's weird. But it's jealousy. It is jealousy, I think. Um, so we've established we'd go to casinos and we'd find the worst human being, challenge them to a poker game, and then you'd whisper the answers into my ear. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, you'd, you'd go on playing. Petty theft, parlor tricks. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we'd sell a magical act, we said. Yeah. Well, like, I, I mean, you keep saying we. I wish, you'd, I wish you wouldn't drag me into your crazy plans. Yeah, but it, you need, a, you need a, a visible man. Yeah, I mean, what is an invisible man without a visible man? Yeah, it's like a straight man. In fact, man. the only thing that makes an invisible man is its stark contrast to the visible man. Woman. Or woman. That, that's like the ultimate. Yeah. The invisible man and the, the... The visible woman. The solid woman. The solid woman. Yeah. <laughs> but hang on a minute. Yeah, I know. But wait, yeah. the, the viscous man and the solid woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the liquid man yeah. and the solid woman. But this is like... But yeah... Invisibility only exists as a counterpoint to visibility, doesn't it? Mm. Mm, yes, very, so you need very me. interesting. That's what I'm saying. No, because I don't think a music, I don't think a musical act or whatever it is you want us to do magical act, a magical act. I want you to stand there and I want you to disappear. But like in the Prestige, what they say is it can't be too good. You need to give them a bit of thing. So what you need is you need a really shit assistant, me. To like be the one that's like, oh, I can read your card. And then you'll stand behind and be like, the six of clubs. And I'll be like, is it the six of clubs? <laughs> and again, we go full circle where Tanya has referenced the prestige. <laughs> I again, don't reference I the can't prestige, tell you right? how many times in our life at some point Tanya <laughs> says, it's kind of like the prestige. And then explains why something that is nothing like the prestige <laughs> is exactly like the prestige. Guys, we all need to understand that prestige is one of the finest films of our Yeah, time. you are obsessed with the prestige. It's such a good film. Yeah, yeah. It ends where it starts. Tells you what it's gonna do. It's a it's a magic act of a film. Mm. It's all about cinema. They're the actors and the director, and they're playing a part. And it's it's about the mystery of cinema. You're watching something that they told you the twist. Yeah. Mwah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So if for all of you there playing Tanya Bingo, if you've got <laughs> reference to the Prestige. Take that one. You've got to be pretty close to the full house by now. Um, Tanya will ask if uh, people would um, pray to me and worship me as an invisible person very soon. Uh, you've already mentioned that. Yeah, well, it's only a matter of time. What's on your bingo? Nazis. Mentioning Nazis. Really? Is that on my bingo? You mention Nazis every time. Really? And at some point you would always say you'd commit a crime. Always. Really? Yeah, you always say you'd kill someone. That's always in there. That's fair. And you always say you hate people or something. Yeah, that's fair as well. <laughs> okay. So you might have... you. This might be full house this week. Then, for both of us. <laughs> oh, do you think the legal system would have to change for one person? No. To be invisible? No, no that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be chaos. Do you think that they'd like attach a collar to you or something so they could always know where you are? Yeah, probably. Yeah, if they hadn't dissected me first. <laughs> yeah. They'd probably have to... You wouldn't be allowed to use your invisibility. Do you think they'd use permission. you like a spy? Well, yeah, I think they would try to recruit you, wouldn't they? Yeah, they probably wouldn't announce it to the world, would they? They'd... Yeah, I suppose not. Which is why you should be a magical act. 
out there in the open. I don't want to be a magical act. <laughs> yeah, but you, I'm not letting you go flying around the world on your own, but I don't feel right about you stealing tickets for me, so... You have to earn your way. Yeah. <laughs> you need to earn it for me through assholes playing poker. That's what okay. I need to do. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But there's nothing There's nothing that says when you play poker you can't look at the other person's cards. There definitely is. I don't think there is. I think you're just they're expected to protect their hand so you can't see it. But there's nothing to say you can't look at their hand, is I, there? I don't think there's anything that says like you shouldn't completely cheat at every game, but you just shouldn't. There's no, there's no rule in Monopoly that says you shouldn't steal money from the bank. I think People there is. No, I think there is. No, there isn't. I think there is. And I think you know, if you can find me the rule in poker that says you can't go invisible, go around and look at the person's hand, find me that rule. Unless you can, I'm going to keep sandpapering papering that ball until it gets oh, until it reverse swings. Oh, very nice. Very topical. <laughs> Sorry, Australia. Okay, so. Would you be good or bad overall? Um, I think overall I'd be good. I wouldn't do anything too bad. Oh, oh, I know. We talked about Death Note. That this oh, is actually yeah. a bit like Death Note. So very obliquely. Well, Death Note is a Japanese anime. Yeah. About a boy who finds a book dropped by the Death God, and when he writes people's names in it, they die, and he can choose how they die and when they die, and he uses it to kill really bad criminals. So he says he's. Essentially a superhero. Yeah, he's doing justice because he's killing bad people. But the other side of it is, but they have another trial. Is it your right to decide who lives and dies? Um, And I was saying to Lee how being invisible is a little bit like that. It's kind of like you're deciding who's a bad person and who you can commit a crime against. So it's probably better to just not commit a crime against anyone. Yeah. Yeah, but I really want that money, though. (laughs) Really want it. If I was invisible... So I'm liked and you're... Akira. Yeah. Akira? No, it's not Akira, is it? It's just Kira, isn't Kira, it? Kira, Kira, and I'm liked. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> I'd be... Well, I don't know. You're invisible. There'd be so much stuff you'd want to do. I'd want to go see things I would not want to see. You know what I would do? I'd sneak into dance classes and not pay for them and just dance. That's what yeah. I'd do. That's theft. Yeah, it is. You're theft. stealing that person's time. What if I really liked it? Maybe once I knew the dances really well, then I'd pay for Right, okay. So it's kind of like piracy in a way. You'd pirate those dances. Which we've then, never done. And would never do. But that's a crime. Against humanity. Do you want to be invisible? Is this something you really want? I mean, not. I mean. We've talked about it too much now. You're going full circle. Yeah, I'm bored of it now. <laughs> I hate being invisible now. It's so many questions. Um, yeah, I don't mind being invisible. But it's. Uh, I don't think it's. It's all it's cracked up to be. Would it change if. If you couldn't turn it off. Mm. Yes, I think if I couldn't turn it off, I wouldn't want it. Yeah. yeah. I think just being invisible all the time would kind of suck. Yeah, I agree. Be... I agree. What are the perks? Being able to commit crimes. <laughs> no! No? <laughs> no. Okay, so what's the perks? No crimes! Well, there aren't any real perks unless... The only reason it's good to be invisible is that other human beings can't see what you're doing. Well, why would that be good? The only it, time that would be it good... It's self-consciousness anymore. You well, yes, but it's a primarily the reason you don't want people to see you doing things is because you're doing bad things. No, it's just because I dance what, badly. I suppose you could just dance thing. in this house, though. I've seen you do that, and I do it all the time. But neighbours see me. No, they don't. Oh, you don't like clothes. We said you don't like clothes. So you can I don't like clothes. never have to wear clothes again. Yeah, that's good. That I could, I could be the, the nudist inside. Did we decide when an object 
becomes visible again from your body. So if you sweat, can you see the beads of sweat on your head? I think anything that has your DNA in it would be invisible. So, so sweat would then. be invisible. Pee. Pee, does pee have a DNA in it? Probably. You'd think so, wouldn't you? And poo, I think poo has. But no one pees on crime scenes, so they don't put it in CSI. I do, when I see one, but <laughs> um, most normal people don't. <laughs> crime scene must piss on it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. It's like a dog, you know? Like, <laughs> you mark your territory? I mark it, yeah, yeah. That kind of means you committed a crime. Um, well, you know, they have to prove that, though, in court, don't they? With your DNA that's in your pee. Shit. <laughs> and my shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so would you want it overall? Um, if I could turn it on and off, yes, why not? It's an extra little power. If I can't turn it on and off, no, because that's really inconvenient. Yeah, I agree. Um, I suppose, so yeah, so the similar ideas, the similar films in this one, Hollow Man, Invisible Man. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But then probably, yeah, Death Note. I'd say Death Note's quite similar. Ish, yeah. What about... Is there anything... What about The Flash? Doesn't The Flash almost have invisibility because he can move so fast? he moves so fast. Yeah, kind of. It's a lot more tiring than our one, though. Yeah. I can sit on my ass and be invisible. He has to, like... Just as a run. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good thing to have, but... It's low level, I think, on the on the superpowers to have. I think there's some people that could do real good with it, but I am too lazy, so I'd probably just use it for not having to look people in the eye when I'm on a train. Yeah, you could just be invisible on the train, so you yeah. don't have to worry about that. Yeah. yeah, walking home late at night after a night out. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I would never get murdered. No, never murdered almost. I wouldn't have to walk with my keys in my fingers. No. I wouldn't have to be ready to shout out a description of the perp. Yeah. <laughs> Always be ready. Ladies, they're yeah. dragging you to that car. Don't shout help. Be shouting, six foot three, brown hair. I'm describing you now. So. I know, yeah. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? you gotta, you gotta, if anything, crime podcast told me, you gotta like pull out your own hair, put it on the floor, get some skin cells on the floor, like get that DNA there so they know yeah. where you were and when you were taken. <laughs> so is this a, is this a dystopia? Mytopia or utopia? I, I mean, I think it, if it's if it, it's a utopia, yeah, for me. It's a utopia as long as you can turn it on and off and yeah. decide what to do with it. Yeah, it's just an extra power that other people don't have, so that's a good thing. And as long as nobody knows you have it. Yeah. Once everyone knows, then you're screwed. Yeah, you will want people to know that you could do that. Yeah, I'd say this might be the first utopia we've had. I know, everything else we've described is usually Oh, awful. no, no, Muppet World. That was a utopia. Was that a utopia? That was a utopia. Okay. Lest we forget. I think it's like episode three or something. Muppet World. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where in the world can we find you? Um, oh, nowhere. Nowhere? nowhere. Yeah. If you're invisible, even less places. Exactly. Which is why I want to be invisible. It's kind of your dream, I'm realising now. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. It would definitely have its advantages. Do you know what we didn't mention? What? The fact that I at one point told Lee that he could only be invisible while he was holding his breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't mention that it would be one of our defect men you just yeah. hold your breath <gasps> and then you'd be invisible so but you'd then... have to like run around holding your breath and then just a naked man would appear while you took a big breath you could carry on running yeah that could, that's could. that got some comedic legs I like that I think you could put that in a cartoon that'd be funny yeah that would be funny his little little thing jiggling around, jiggling around. <laughs> his little thing jiggling around <laughs> yeah. we all know that's that's always funny the intermediate flasher because it would just 
just pop up now and again. <laughs> It'd be like a, a what was it? Was it a Tarantino movies or something? He sometimes puts like little just a frame or two of a dick and balls. What? Is that is that a Tarantino movie? That? I think so. I've never noticed that. No. Well. I'm gonna go frame by frame for everyone. Yeah, you've got to be more attentive. <laughs> uh, well, if you do want to find us, um, you can find us on Twitter at drinks underscore dystopia, or you can email us a postcard apparently as Lee keeps saying you can email yeah. us a postcard at um, drinksanddystopia at hotmail.com uh, rate and review us on iTunes because that will force other poor bastards to listen to this mm-hmm. and we can get the word out about these goddamn cinema talkers and these uh, restaurants sitter next to us or is. You didn't even you didn't mention that. There's no reference to this. No. No. Don't no. sit next to us in a, a restaurant. If it's empty, don't sit next to us. Don't sit next to us in a restaurant. Yeah. Don't don't sit next to people in cinemas. Don't talk in cinemas. Don't sit next to people in restaurants. Don't go into the pool if other people are in the pool and it's eight o'clock at night and they just want to be left alone. And for fuck's sake. And no one in space can hear you scream. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you know, which is good. Oh, the last episode was so much better. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just have to go down in history. It's oh, if you only the you'd invisible heard. episode, the invisible episode. <laughs> if only, if only our recorder had recorded it all. Oh, the the joy you guys would have had. It would have been our first funny episode. Yeah, never mind. We can always just strive towards that again. Live in infamy. Yeah. Well, to dystopias. To dystopias. Cheers. Cheers.